You're listening to BNI, the Australian Story podcast, brought to you by BNI Australia, Australia's largest business referral organisation. For more information how your business can benefit from BNI and to find your local chapter, go to our website at bni.com.au. Now, here are your hosts, Veronica Lizamato and Brent Edwards. Everybody and welcome to BNI, the Australian story. Well, today we are 50 and we are absolutely fabulous. I'm here in the Mornington Peninsula here in Melbourne, Australia, and with our co-host and our executive um, director here in this part of the world, Mr. Brent Edwards. Hi, Brent. Hi, Veronica. And I'm actually in East Gippsland up at Bensdale this morning. I've been visiting chapters in this part of the world. So we uh, we even extend out to the country regions for those people who, who think BNI is just city-centric, uh, and I've been uh, down here overnight and uh, been to a meeting this morning in Bensdale. I just think it's fantastic that um, as an executive director you get to go around to all of these regions and they're really kicking some goals out in the regional areas at the moment. Yeah, the regional areas. One of the funny things, when we started B&I in the regional areas, a lot of people within B&I thought, well, why would I want to be a part of this? I already know everyone. But then as they're becoming part of the group, they're finding out that they don't really know everyone. And now we put a system in place and some of our groups in regional areas have passed over $20 million worth of business to each other uh, in, in, the, in, you know, in the last five or six years. So um, it's keeping business local. It's, uh, it's working with the local business community and making sure people stay within that business community. And that in turn helps employ local people as well and gives a lot of community pride. Uh, from keeping that business local. And that's you know, one of the great things we do with B&I. It's all about the giver's gain, isn't it? And when you look at that 360, um, you really see how one B&I member can make a massive difference, not just within their chapter, but within the region and the community as well. That's one of the reasons that I love being a part of this organisation. So would you like to uh, introduce our very lovely guest today? Yes, absolutely. Well, we are going up to the Gold Coast, so we're all over the place today, which is uh, which is the beauty of uh, the beauty of interviewing on podcasts. And we have James Yule with us today, and he's in a chapter called BNI Beachside on the Gold Coast, which I believe at the moment is Australia's largest chapter. V. Wow. You want to guess how many members? Um, I'm going to say sixty-two. Not far off, 61. I think there's <laughs> going to be 62 next week. I thought and, I was going to be a ridiculous guest, but that's incredible. <laughs> He's in the Lona Teremis region, who's a really good operator in the uh, in the BNI world. So welcome, James. So would you like to tell our listeners a little bit about what you do first? Sure, thank you. Um, my business is called Medio Glue. We are Google advertising specialists, so a category is uh, search engine marketing. So we help uh, clients promote their businesses through the uh, Google advertising platforms. Fantastic. And uh, James, you've been, uh, you joined around the same time as me in 2000, but you've been a member then come back. So tell us a little bit about that because you took a, about a, a nine-year break in between. Yeah, look, I took a bit of a punt in 2000. A company I'd been worked for got themselves into some trouble with the ATO and I found myself without a job. And a friend 
asked me if I'd heard of BNI, so I went as a guest and in a week decided to start a business and promote myself through BNI. So I had a brand new business, no business cards, no clients, and I launched it through BNI with my fingers very firmly crossed. That would have looked great on the application, Brent, wouldn't it? Well, how long have you been in business? A minute? Yeah. How many yeah, so, um, many? <laughs> so who invited you along originally and, and how did they approach you about it? Well, I was my office was in a small um, commercial complex and the guy next door had an IT business and I, I can't remember his name truly, but um, he invited me along and I thought, well, I haven't got a job <laughs> I probably can't find one as quickly as I can start a business, so I just went for it. And how big was that chapter at the time? Uh, from memory, it was somewhere in the low 20s. It's a long time ago. Oh, in 2000, that would have been a big chapter in B&I, but I can tell Yeah, look, it was, it was, it was in, in Brisbane, so people came from quite some distance to attend the meetings. Yeah, and that's what we found early on when there was uh, very few BNI meetings around and, and chapters around and, and areas that were taken up by franchisees. We found people used to travel a long way. And even uh, my first chapter was in uh, Dandenong in the southeast of Melbourne. We had a member who came from Geelong to wow. be in that chapter for a breakfast meeting. Uh, uh, suffice to say, she didn't actually stay very long because it wasn't sustainable. Uh, we couldn't believe it at the time. She was pretty hard to refer to, saying she was Geelong-based. But that was like there was only then about half a dozen chapters, you know, in the Melbourne in the Melbourne area back then. So, James, you stayed with us for about five years in the Brisbane area. Then you took some time off and you found your way back in B&I about five and a half years ago. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, well, I, I, I actually moved chapters in Brisbane because one I'm closer to my home, then my, my business focus somewhat changed and um, BNI was not quite as irrelevant at the time. So we had a, a web development, graphic design and Google Ads business back then. And we sold that uh, website development graphic business about five years ago. And we moved to the Gold Coast at this time so I decided that uh, based on prior uh, experience, I could launch a new business again through BNI. So with only, I think, three clients in my good advertising business, I joined uh, BNI and I actually got my full investment back in closed business in the first month. That's incredible. Wow. And did someone invite you this time around or did you think, Oh, I remember this being, I think I'll look it up. Well, my wife had actually been to a different chapter as a guest and she, she suggested I go along, but there was somebody in my category in that chapter. And as it happened, it was the guy who was a sub there who was a member of Beachside, and he said Beachside didn't have anybody doing Google Ads, so would I like to go and check that out? And that was, that's how I got involved in Beachside. 
Okay. Incidentally, I actually met my wife through me and I. She came as a guest. <laughs> <laughs> what about that? No, no, no. Everything else to the side. This is what I'm interested in. Tell us all. Tell us all. Uh, okay, girls, listen in. This is the girls love all these stories. So BNI well, is actually, uh, and it's not. We're not advocating the singles. You don't come to BNI when you're looking for love, but it's a great story. So tell us about that. Well, I, I was married at the time. I met my wife, who is my current wife. She was brought along as, as a guest, and she'd been actually referred to me by her business coach. So um, we did some business together, and we didn't see each other for maybe three or four years, by which stage I'd uh, uh, made the decision to leave my uh, my my first wife, and I met up with her quite coincidentally. And as they say in the classics, that was that. So. Uh, well, well, they do say that trust builds credibility and credibility. <laughs> yes, yes, they're, they're both very interesting. Yes. <laughs> well, that's you know, a um, you know um, someone else famous within B&I met, met their wife through B&I as well. Hey. Yes, well, there's another guy in our chapter who's done the same and recently married. <laughs> Um, but it, just a uh, guy by the name of Ivan Meissner also did oh, that. Oh, no way. Yeah. Really, he met Beth through B&I? Yes. Oh, that's lovely. That's yeah. very lovely. All right. Well, I'm, I'm an old romantic, so let's get back onto business now. So I, I am interested in your particular category in B&I would be very, very relevant now, especially after or especially during and post-COVID. So how are you finding business in B&I? How has it changed for you? Um, we we weren't hugely affected through uh, COVID. We had some clients who were in tourism and hospitality and events and entertainment, but because we had a fairly diverse portfolio, we lost about uh, 20% of our client base. Some of those are now starting to come back. Some didn't make it, unfortunately. But we found a large number of businesses who hadn't previously been advertising, decided that it was time that they should either get aggressive and go for broke or that they needed advertising simply to sustain themselves. So we actually, you know, if you consider the COVID lockdown started about April, six months later, we had actually a higher monthly revenue than we had going into COVID. So uh, we did take a bit of a hit, but uh, we never qualified for JobKeeper, but we came out all right and we're still, we're still getting new clients, so it's all going good. Yeah. Well, what I'm really interested in, James, is um, you went from probably leaving B&I in 2005 and coming back in about 2014 or 15 or something. Um, how did you go walking into the room and go, wow, this is a bit different to what I remember? Well, I went in with a very clear strategy. So having previously been a member of BNI, um, and incidentally, they did not want to accept me because they said nobody ever made that category work on the Gold Coast. And I said, well, that's not for you to decide, it's for me to decide. So if that's the only reason why I shouldn't join, I'm sorry, I'm not accepting your refusal. So they let me join. <laughs> but I went, I went in with a very clear strategy to do, and I took, I had taken all of the business cards home from the business card box, which, of course, we could pass around then. And I divided them into three groups. The first group was people 
who I felt could be clients. The second group was people who I felt knew my clients. And the third group was people that either didn't fit in either category or people I could do business with personally, insurance brokers, you know, um, allied health people. And I made a point of having the one-to-ones first with the people whom I thought could become my clients, and I secured three in my first month. Wow, what a great strategy. And actually, you know, working the group and, and splitting them up into in those different different aspects, I, I think that's a really great idea and a great tip for our listeners. Yeah, well, that's something, something I've been I've spent quite a time on the membership committee of Beachside, and that's something I recommend to all new members when I first talk to them, and it seems to work very well. Yeah. And um, and you still have clients from version one of your BNI membership, I believe, too. I, I do indeed. In fact, my first referral, my very first referral, has been worth over three million dollars to me through the, you know, the spider web that it's led to. Wow. So, and, and you have a really good story about uh, one of those clients who actually uh, recently bought you a motor vehicle. Yes, that's quite true. Actually, it's uh, it's it's quite a story. He was he, he was my very very first referral in BNI, and I helped him grow what was then a fledgling business into now what is a, a very substantial uh, operation. And he made a comment to me that um, at an appropriate time in the future he would. Uh, buy me a prestige car to thank me for what I did to help him. And, you know, you, you, you sort of sit, sit and hope that it's going to happen. <laughs> and uh, early this year he made contact with me and said, um, we're going shopping, um, decide what sort of car you want. So I'm now the owner of a BMW X4, which I paid nothing for. Oh, my God. That, I actually saw this on Facebook. Um, I think Alona actually might have put it up in a post. Yes. Yeah, I sent this post to Brent because I said, look at this. I mean, this is this is the... This is the the things that B and I do that a lot of people never, ever get to know because they get too caught up in their own chapter. Um, but these are the fantastic stories. If not for this podcast, I mean, how would we be telling all of these members out there that um, this is a fantastic outcome. First, well, I'm, look, I'm, I'm still getting close business that's from the tentacles of that first referral. And then in the second chapter, I joined a move chapter, as I said, because one opened much closer to my home. So it was only five minutes instead of 30 to get there. And I'd been in that chapter about six months when I got another very strategic referral. And that referral currently accounts for about 25% of my company's revenue and that's 16 years ago. Wow. So, you know, the thing, the thing about trust is so important because if you, if you do the right thing by every connection you get, you treat them with respect, you show interest in their business, look at the opportunity that, that, that they have and, and how you can assist them or help them with what they do and you keep doing that and you pay the same level of care and attention, those clients will stay for you for years. We, our businesses worked on a recurring revenue basis, so our clients based a monthly fee. 
to look after their advertising for them. We have several clients who've been with us now for over five years. So no. when I first started with Ben, I said I had the three clients. I still have all three. That's amazing. I, I, I am a big believer that you never, ever burn bridges. You build bridges, mm. and especially in a network like BNI where everyone's expected to um, create relationships built on credibility. But I'd actually be really interested. Would you mind giving us a 30-second referral request for your business? Because obviously the referrals you're getting have been such high quality. I'd be really interested to know how you ask for them. Hey, hey James, Veronica throws me under the bus all the time. <laughs> now it's your turn. He's just thrown you under the bus here today. Oh, that's what we're ready for in VNI. It's training us every week. Yeah. Well, <laughs> my perfect referral is a business-to-consumer uh, company who have a service that's in constant demand. So plumbers, swimming pool builders, town planners, anybody in the home improvement environment or in the allied health environment or in the legal environment, we have a particular speciality with swimming pool builders and also a very good track record with family lawyers, with uh, podiatrists and with, uh, you know, general trade services, people in uh, handyman business, people doing um, renovations and extensions, plumbers um, and sparkies. That is very specific, isn't it? And specific is terrific, Brent. Yeah, absolutely. And um, and narrowing narrowing those uh, those down to individuals per week, it really it really helps you uh, stick the message through there as well. And James, I believe you've been pretty successful in recognising your chapter and your region as a uh, as an MVP. Yes, yes. As well, recently, could you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Um... In my second or third year, I can't remember which one it was, I was a nominee for both MVP and Notable Networker, and that year I won MVP and was second at Notable, Notable Networker, and the following year it swapped. So the following year I won Notable Networker and I was second in MVP. I haven't been, I haven't been out of the top ten in my whole time in the chapter, and most of it, I've been in the top five. I'm just a little down at the moment because my visitor numbers haven't been quite as good as they should be, but um, I'm working on that at the moment. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> there you go, Veronica. There's someone who keeps an eye on their own numbers as well and uh, and make sure they're doing everything. And, and, you know, and this is where success comes from. And I was talking to um, some new members this morning, actually, at the at the meeting I was at, and someone asked me, "How long does a, you know, how long typically does a person stay with B and I?" And I said, "Our average length of memberships around that three to four year mark, but if someone stays longer than that three to four year mark, generally they stay over, you know, ten plus." Yes, and um, because it becomes such an integral part of their business and what they do. They really can't live without what we do. And the story James is sharing is he's still got clients from 20 years ago. Incredible. His first three clients he got from B&I who are still his clients today yeah. and one's even bought him a BMW. How good's that? Well, and we, 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 listening, I'm not putting up any, you know, I know you've been with me for 20 years. 
I can't afford to buy a new car. I, I want to know what your tip for success is for um, members because I want I want a BMW as well, and especially an X4. Well, I'll just make a comment actually that we have quite a number of, of members in our chapter who've been with us ten years or more. Uh, in fact, one of the founding members uh, is uh, been there fifteen years. She's still a member. So my, I think I think the thing with BNI is to make sure that you keep doing the things that you can control. So the things that you can control are attendance. I mean, with me, it's just a diary entry. This, it's only if I'm travelling that I'm not a BNI. I I don't miss meetings. You just need to be there. And I think too many people take that too lightly, and it's certainly, even in the chapter of our size, it's very evident when somebody is there. We have a number of big personalities in our group, and, um, you know, we're, we're very well aware when somebody isn't there. The second thing is that you can control the number of one-to-ones you do. Yeah. And when you first join BNI, I think it's a priority based on the on the, the three tiers that I suggested earlier to to look first to those people who you can do business with and those um, who can do business with you. Um, with 61 people in our chapter, it's very difficult for newbies to get around very quickly. So that's the advice that I give them. And the third thing is that you can control the number of CEUs you do because if you do all those things, you, you can be in the green without necessarily inviting a truckload of business and without actually having a lot of, you know, a lot of closed business. It's not hard to, to find a referral a week if you're using the hairdresser or you're getting your car serviced or you're paying your insurance premiums or you're going to the chiropractor or whatever it is. It's very easy to find a referral a week, really. I think my record in the week was 23. Wow. What great advice, Brent. Great advice. 23 a week's fantastic. And, and I... That's not a week. That was once. <laughs> oh, once. Sorry. Um, so, um, yeah, I fully agree. It's, um, you know, those things you can control of. Having your meeting as a diary entry is really key for the first thing. And that's a 90-minute that's a business appointment every week. Mm-hmm. That you've got week in, week out, and except when you're not in town. And when you know you're not going to be in town, you can you that's when you organize a you know a sub for that. And doing the one-to-ones and, and doing the one-to-ones and turning up to meetings, they lead to referral opportunities. Mm. And it, it's been proven time and time again. And uh, and using that one-to-one time as a business appointment as well. You know, I'm gonna learn a bit more about you know this person's business and they're gonna learn a bit more about my business. And if I said to you, hey, spend an hour with a fellow BNI member and you could possibly get two referrals, one short-term referral, one long-term referral, you'd, it's a no-brainer. You'd do it anyway. Of course. Uh, so there's, there's, there's really no reason not to do the one-to-ones because it does lead to business. So this has been fantastic, James, and uh, you've given us some great tips uh, for our members today. And I'd like to thank you for coming on our 50th episode of the podcast so uh being on the australian story podcast so thank you very much and many more years with uh with being thank you thank Jack. you thank you welcome the chance to talk to you thank you oh brent what a fantastic i just 
hearing James say, um, do the things that you can control, the CEUs, the one-to-ones, and just turning up to the meeting, it just just makes it so simple, doesn't it? So simple. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and a great chat with James today. And, um, you know, it really goes to show, and like, you know, 20 years ago, being I was a different beast to what it is today, yeah, and, uh, and to do that without those the resources we've got now, we've got 20 times the resources that we had in 2000 when, when James became a member first time around. Well, I'm, lo- I'm loving the, uh, the B&I mark, whatever it is, because I know there's been many, many changes, but I'm really loving it right now. What is your tip for success for members listening this week? I'm going to tip as such, but what I'm going to do is my tip for this week is to get involved with the BNI Australia Business Growth Conference on the 25th of June. Now, you can go along in person to the Adelaide Convention Centre. It's a one-day event open to members and associates. Um, you know, any business person can actually go along. We've got Michael E. Gerber as a keynote who wrote the e-myth and which is really the blueprint for scaling your business, if you haven't read it already, is uh, fantastic. Um, we've got panels there of business experts, leaders in the organisation, etc. James is going to be there. He's just put up in the chat as well. And, um, you know, you can actually get an online, it's going to be a hybrid. So you can even, even get an online ticket from as little before the uh, end of May for as little as $39, you can be involved. And what they're going to do is have the recordings there. So if you're called away for something and you can't see, you know, the presentation at the time, you can always go back and listen to the record, uh, view the recordings as well. Uh, Michael E. Gerber is going to be on early in the morning. That's worthwhile even for the $39 to be involved. <clears throat> B and I are going to be there. We're going to actually run a, a live podcast at the end of the day. So uh, if you're listening to this and you're in the, uh, in the area, We'll be announcing that and uh, we're going to get some feedback from participants after the event as well. So it's going to be a huge day. So um, links have been sent out to our uh, to our um, organisation. We'll also put a link on our uh, BNI The Australian Story podcast page. But my tip for this week is to get along to the BNI Growth Con- Conference in Adelaide or on online and uh, grow your business, get some CEUs and take advantage of this opportunity that BNI Australia is putting on for its members. Yeah, I'm so glad that you actually spoke about that today because it's coming up so fast. Um, the, the year actually seems to be flying, but I've been looking forward to this since 2018 when I booked for the 2000, sorry, 2019 when I booked for the 2020 conference. So I'm, I just cannot wait to be there and I'm going to smash the one-to-ones in the four days that I'm going to be there. I just can't wait to be catching up with members from all over the country and be able to get to know their businesses and just be able to reach out because we're a member in a chapter, but we're actually a member in a, in a region and in Australia and globally. So thank you very much to uh, Steve, who is our podcast producer, making sure everything runs smoothly. Our fantastic X4 driving guest. Thank you so much, James. Um, you've inspired me today. And Brent, as always, I love doing this podcast with you. I learn something each and every week. So we're 50, we're fabulous, and we're very, very grateful to all of the members that like and listen and share our podcast. We'll see you next week.